Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parsha's bow. And the Parsha contains many riveting and exciting aspects. We have the conclusion of the Makos, the conclusion of the plagues. But of course, most exciting about the Parsha is Yetzias Mitzrayim. After 210 years of backbreaking and barbaric servitude, our ancestors, Klaliso, were able to take leave of Egypt, venture into the great unknown. But that step into the unknown was the first step towards the embracing of their destiny. And in preparation for the Exodus, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us very specific instructions on our last night in Egypt. We are to stay indoors, and the Torah tells us that we are supposed to consume the Karban Pesach, the Paschal Lamb. So it's to take a lamb, and again, in Mitzrayim, during that first Pesach, there are many details that happen then that are not replicated throughout the generations. Taking the lamb on the 10th, tying it to the bedpost, those are details that we did not have in subsequent observances and celebrations of the Yom of Pesach. But the Torah says when it comes to eating the carbon Pesach, the Paschal Lamb, there are also very specific details. How you're supposed to cook it, how you're supposed to prepare it. But I want to draw your attention to something amazing. The Torah says, this is in Parak Yud Beis, Pasuk Yud Aleph, chapter 12, verse 11. The Kacha Tochlu Oso. This is how you should eat the carbon Pesach. Masnechem chagorim na'alechem braglechem. Literally, again, your belt on, your shoes on your feet. Makelchem biadechem, your staff in your hand. Va'achaltem bechibazon. And you must eat it with haste. Pesachu Hashem. It is a carbon Pesach, a Paschal lamb for Hashem. And it's strange, it's strange that God commands us to eat the carbon Pesach bechibazon with haste. Why the emphasis on eating it quickly? And of course, the simple pshat, the simple idea is, the Chesh was telling Klal Yisrael that Exodus and freedom is going to come fast and furious. It's going to come in a rush. We know. That's how the story unfolds. There's Makas Bechoros, the death of the firstborn. Paro says, get out. The Egyptians say, get out. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu prepares us and never tells us, eat but eat quickly. But nevertheless, the same Ribbono Shalom who orchestrated all of these other events could have also allowed us to enjoy our last meal in Egypt in a little bit of peace and quiet. After all, this was really the first meal of freedom. This was the night of our freedom, the night we were leaving. The Pesach Seder, which we have to replicate this last meal, is Derech Malachim is supposed to be consumed like royalty. We recline, we drink wine, we do all of these things, and yet HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands them to eat the Paschal Lamb, to eat the Karban Pesach in haste. And why? What are we to understand? And perhaps what HaKadosh Baruch Hu was trying to teach our ancestors, and by extension us, is a profound idea. You see, the Karban Pesach, the Paschal Lamb, was not merely a sacrificial offering. The Karban Pesach itself was a vehicle of change. Remember again, the lamb, the sheep in Egypt was a deity. It wasn't Avodazar, idolatry. And in fact, many Jews throughout the ages, throughout the 210 years in Egypt, served the sheep as a deity. The act of taking the Egyptian deity, slaughtering it and consuming it, was an act of theological victory and dominance over the culture of Egypt. The consumption of the carbon Pesach was in and of itself a vehicle of change. It is how we transformed from being a nation of slaves into being a nation of free men. The Paschal and the Karban Pesach was a transformative, cathartic, metamorphic experience. So if you think about for a moment, why is change so difficult? Why is change, in general, why is change so difficult? 
So amazingly enough, HaKadosh Baruch Hu embedded the answer to that in these very psukim as well. If you go back up to psukim, the Torah says something very interesting. The Torah says, this is in Parikyud Gimel Pasuk Test, chapter 12, verse, line, verse 9. You can't go ahead and eat the carbon Pesach raw. You can't eat it cooked in water. It has to be roasted on a fire. Rosho, al Kira'av, And has to have its head, the feet, and its kishkas, and the inside, the intestines. And perhaps the Baruch was telling us something so incredibly amazing. Do you know why change is so difficult? Because of Rosho, Kira'av, and Kirbo. Rosho, my head, sometimes when we know that we need to make change, we overthink it. We just overthink it. I analyze it, I this, well, if I make this change, I do that, and if this happens, this, and if a train goes this way, this, that, right? I have, I have a million different calculations that are going on in my head, a million things, right? And so often what ends up happening, and we speak about this quite often, is the analysis paralysis. I know that I have to do something. I know that I have to make a change. But Rosho, I'm so wrapped up in the thoughts of my head. I'm so wrapped up in the what if, and the this how, and like this, and maybe that. And so I just don't end up doing anything. What else happens? What else happens? Kura of my feet. Change requires change. Now, I know you think it to yourself exceptionally profound. Change requires change. Yet, yeah, the hardest part of change is change. I have to move myself from one place to another. I have to do things differently. Sometimes I have to live differently. Sometimes I have to act differently. I can't engage in things I was engaging before. And sometimes my feet are so solidly rooted in place that I can't move from one spot to another. I'm simply stuck in place. Ukirav, excuse me, Kirbo, Kirbo, the kishkas, the insides, the intestines. Sometimes I'm just nervous. I just have a pit in my stomach. I have butterflies in my stomach. I'm just nervous because change is often overwhelming and change is often difficult. The Ribbono Shal Olam is telling us, I get it. I understand it. Change is difficult because you could get stuck in your own head. You could get stuck in your own machinations, in your own ideas, in your own calculations, and your own cheshbonos, and your intellect could drive you crazy. That's Rosho. Cheshbonos says, I get it. Sometimes your feet are planted in place and you're too scared to move because change requires change. And the Baruch who says, I get it. Kirbo, sometimes you're just scared. And sometimes you're just nervous. And sometimes you're just overwhelmed. And so HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, but I have the answer. And what's the answer? Va'achaltem oso bechipazon. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, sometimes in life, you just got to make change and you got to make it quickly. Stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about it. Ignore the butterflies and move your feet. Sometimes zone. Sometimes when I know that change has to occur, I just gotta jump in. I just have to jump in. And sometimes it's jumping in a little blindly, and sometimes it's jumping a little hastily, and sometimes again, I don't have everything thought out. But if I know that a change has to occur, the best way to ensure it occurs is zone. With haste. Do it. Don't waste any time. Stop thinking. Stop being rooted in place. Stop getting butterflies in your stomach. Just do it. And perhaps this is the message Achlash Baruch was giving us. The Karban Pesach was the vehicle of cathartic, comprehensive change. 
That was the carbon Pesach. And again, through the preparation of the carbon Pesach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us all the factors that impact change. My head, my feet, and my kishkas, and my stomach. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I get it. Go, 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 go. If you know that something needs to get done, you know that a change needs to be made, don't wait, don't tarry, don't delay, do it now. And dear friends, what an incredible message for us. Because at the end of the day, all of us have changes in our lives that we know we have to make. And to be honest, I've probably known about the changes I need to make for a very long time. Rarely do I wake up one day and have like an epiphany. Oh, this needs to change. I know what needs to change. And the truth is, I've known what needs to change for a very long time. But... Again, I start making calculations. That change will impact this. This change will impact that. The ripple effect, the tidal effect, the this, that. Okay. And I'm scared to move my feet. I'm rude. Change requires change. And I have a pit in my stomach and butterflies in my stomach. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Just read Parashas Bo. Just do it. Just do it. Just jump in. Just jump in. Sometimes the only way to affect change is Bechipazon to just get it done, to just make the first move, to just leave your Mitzrayim, to just affect change immediately. The first step is always the scariest. The first step is always the hardest. But once you make it, I open up the pathway to beautiful life change and to beautiful self-actualization. This was the message that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was giving our ancestors that holy night in Egypt. And it's the message and the encouragement that the Ribbono Shalom whispers into our ears and into our souls each and every day. If there are changes we need to make, make them Bechipazon. Just do it and do it quickly. Wishing everyone a good night of Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.